I know, right? Because every time we talk, we have to be like, where are you? Where I'm are out you? in Cali. Nice. Yeah, I'm out in Cali in the Bay Area. That's cool. I know. we got Our, our barbecue got sidetracked. This is total BS. But one day, I'm going to come down for the barbecue, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to get back excited. home, too. Yeah, I know. You're uh, from uh, Louisiana. You're from Theoban country. Theo, by the way, I don't know if I told you this. He messaged me. Yeah, what's up, Theo? How are what you, up, babe? What up? Oh, he sees this. I don't know. But, hey, uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I know. Theo, it's good. I, I got to go for you. And I was like, uh, thank you for being here. I, I, uh, of course. I, on my earlier episode today, I said like, like 15,000 times. And I think I'm going to try and not do that today. So somebody keep track of how many times I'm saying it. Maybe I'll take some online courses on uh, public speaking. Maybe I'll just I'll glow up. You know what I'm saying? So... My uh, my guest today, D Speed. Uh, that's a real name. I've already uh, already asked, but uh, director of design at YouTube Music, YouTube Premium, uh, and Abuse Trust and Safety at YouTube. And YouTube has always been great friends of the show. Uh, you guys got my man Dion Baez, who I saw earlier today. By the way, hey, Dion G. Baez, the cutest kid I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he's a good-looking guy now, but like as a kid, so cute, adorable. Oh, he's cute, so, and then he like. The glow up was ridiculous. I mean, I work with some fine ass dudes. He's a, he's a ten out of ten looking looking man. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I will happily say that. So, and I've uh, I've befriended his brother now on the show. I, actually, he was one of the first people to uh, to do this thing. So, but um, but how's life with you? How you how you hanging in there with uh, COVID nineteen? I know it's crazy times, but it's crazy times. But um. Man, the job has been fire nonstop. Like, it's actually right. blown up in a different kind of way. I think last time we talked, I was in New York for something. I don't know. It's always something. And now it's just things, but sporadically spread out across the world, right? Trying mm -hmm. to still help artists do their thing and, and make that money, secure the bag and whatnot. So, exactly. Yeah. Last time I saw you had that big, beautiful circular window. I haven't stopped thinking about that window. I want to have a window like that. <laughs> house i'm trying to blow out the drywall here um right and we well, had, you can uh, just like look at it all of manhattan <laughs> i know i know I'm trying to get that youtube bag that's funny um right but yeah and then we had uh chris bedig your friend uh also from youtube on the show and uh he was a little bit mad I, I i think i'm gonna officially say that i like you both equally you dion and and chris all equally we're, we're all fam it's okay exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so uh, if you guys have questions, we are going to take your questions tonight. Uh, I'm just looking for an opportunity to chop it up with you. And, you know, we're, we're just happening to do that at scale. But if you guys have questions about yeah. YouTube, uh, we'll take your questions about YouTube music. Uh, we may even do, uh, we might even sing some songs, recite some rap lyrics. So I'm going to quiz you. you I'm going to come at you with that lyric. You know how we do. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, it's so funny. I, I remember I was so happy to make that like a, a best of clip and stuff like that. And um, I was proud of myself. I, I, I so far have been undefeated in that. But, um, you know, I think this is a real opportunity during not opportunity. It's not you got to carefully choose my words here. But in light of the pandemonium and chaos that's happening in our world right now, I think that uh, creatives in all aspects, whether it be on YouTube or in the music industry, you know, Dion and I are completely obsessed with those, like, those versus battles with, like, you know, icons. Dude, getting together. 
Same, yeah. I even got my mom involved in those. She's just like on the phone, girl, what? And yeah. oh my God, the Jill Scott, Erica Badu one, like that's been my dream concert forever. And I was like, all right, well, you know, Dave Chappelle had the block party, right? It was like one of the first times anybody right. ever saw that. But then it was like, yo, y'all could charge me for this. I would straight reach deep, deep yes. in the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Jill and Erica, because for real, they they gave me life that day. I think they gave a lot of people life that day. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I know that YouTube has been putting together a whole bunch of cool programs. Dion uh, was telling me about it, and I'm probably going to butcher all the semantics of it. But um, what has it been like, you know, the, we talked, I think, just before, right? It was just before COVID, more or less, like, right before that. Yeah. Um, what have you guys been up to? How have you been adapting? Um, I know it must be crazy times. You guys are certainly making a lot possible for artists and, and putting a spotlight on people. So I'll let you take the lead on that. Yeah, there's been a lot of folks who've actually come to us saying, um, help me out here. Like, even even some of our staff doing things like advising on how to get a home set up, right? Like, you're about your craft. You're trying to make your music. And for some people, that's not necessarily having a home studio, right? So you're locked out of studios. You're locked out of production facilities. And it's even just advising folks. I've even seen some, some really popular DJs. Um, helping people out by just calling up and saying, look, young blood, like we got you. This is how you set up a really nice home home studio to record and everything. Don't don't lose your craft. Don't let this stop you. Um, we've been helping a lot of people out though with live streams. So like YouTube's a little different than, than Instagram because there's a bit more in terms of the integrated features. Like right. you can integrate your merch, you can integrate fundraising. Um, there's like variety versions of super chat with super stickers. People can literally like throw dollars at you. I've, I've done that to artists. I love like um, live real time. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh yeah. I think, yeah. um, I might've made a bit of a fool of myself over Tory Lanez, but I shirt draws everything. <laughs> God, Yo, Aaron, Aaron, Drake, Chris Brown is done. It's done. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I saw Ye's coming out with new music and everything. Sorry, keep going. My bad. We yeah, love, we no, love it's, it's good. But that's just yeah. the thing, though. It's like right now, it's not a time to like feel bad and sit at home. There's all these platforms. And I know a lot of folks haven't had time to learn how to use them personally. Maybe you got folks on your team that have done it for you or set it up. Take time out now. It's, it's not going to cost you anything but time, which we have. Learn them and make them work for you. You know, you still got to take care of your audience. The fans are out there. They're still just as hungry. And with all the shows um, that got cut this summer, God, man, the shows, babe, the shows. Like, I can't even tell you the number of like live shows I had lined up that I was ready to go to. And I was so excited to be at, and, and they're gone. I mean, and obviously you had the big ones, right? The people just lost their shit over like Coachella and stuff like that. But right. yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, this was the year I was waiting on Rage Against the Machine and all those got postponed until next year. So it's stuff like that. But yeah, we're, we're helping. We're, we're finding avenues and venues for them. Um, and don't get me wrong when I say this, all this stuff, this is not going to one-to-one replace live shows. Like that's where the money is and the money will continue to be there. We'll get back there in a couple years but in the, in the in the meantime just set yourself up to like keep at least a trickle of the cash coming in stay connected to your fans as best you can and make it work like that oh, up, hold guys? up somebody somebody dope just came in so if you guys don't know gabby uh, gabriella that just joined she's our she's the most amazing person 
that I've ever seen um, in, in recent years creatively. Gabby is the person that's responsible for all of YouTube Music's dope playlist art. Like, oh, I was just I was just looking at her Instagram just now. Yeah, hey, right. Yo, Gabby, come on the show. I'm I'm done with white dudes. White dudes yep. have been letting me down recently. Gabby, come on the show. Let's do it. Let's get it set up. We'll do it. Sis, you got to do it. You got to do it and tell them how you work the magic. Because, man, she makes artists look beautiful. And I'm not talking like one inch by one inch digital square on a screen. She's got shit up like in Times Square, you know, larger than life. So, baby, thank you for all your awesome work because she kills it every time. Every time. Hell yeah, for sure. Yeah. um, Gabby, for real, I'm being dead serious. DM me after this. And if you want to (laughs) get on the show, Uh, my, my my little humble show here. But uh yeah when i was talking to you i remember thinking about um omg uh, you're the best such an inspiration you don't need to read that you don't need to read that that's embarrassing sorry, sorry, sorry. that's between me and, uh, my girl <laughs> and all these other people <laughs> i read slow so i was like no um but yeah so at the time it's funny how much our world has changed in, in such a short amount of time i i was working because at the time you and chris were out and where's up where's the jacuzzi's at uh where you guys go sit on like the rooftop jacuzzis? Where is that? Oh God, in Zurich. In Zurich. So Zurich. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was home by myself with like you know I'm I'm really creative and always doing stuff, but I didn't really have like a whole bunch of money and stuff. And at the time, I was just kind of home working in my garage, making like a little like making actually making a YouTube studio. That was my plan. I was watching like nonstop Casey Neistat. My guy, I love him so much. He needs, speaking of people who need to be putting out more content at this time, Casey, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, I was making- Oh like my God, somebody I haven't up. seen in years has just joined. Yes, what's up, what's up, who's that? That's a shot. Yo, what's good? That's like one of the dopest dudes I ever worked with. Oh my God, a shot, what's up? What's I haven't up, seen up? you in forever. I know. Well, listen, you need to give me a list of people I need to interview, for, for real. Dude, that list is going to be long, because I only um, I got time. people. I got time on hands. And I'm getting bored with the same people I've been interviewing. No, but, um, but yeah, so I, I was, like, making, like, a little YouTube studio, and it seemed so crazy uh, at the time. And then um, I didn't really take it all that seriously. And then COVID-19 happened. And then for my birthday, which was April 4th, it happened, like, smack dab in the middle of, the cor- of you know. Right. The shit was hitting the fan during my birthday. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, my sister's, like, complaining the other day about her little, like, drive-by birthday. I was like, listen, my birthday was on – I have my birthday on the couch, so. Um, but what was going to say? But, yeah, so it ha- happened. And then I took it, ser- like, really seriously. I bought a, I bought a mic. I got um, some, like, soundproofing stuff. I got a little, like, little studio set up. So in the coming weeks, it's going to happen. But I'm really, really excited about the process, you know, of – of like kind of having to adapt to things and creating infrastructure within my own home that will not only get me through COVID-19, but will be a part of my life forever. And I think we've seen a lot of artists that have done some cool stuff with it. And forgive me if it's not on YouTube, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Uh, Chance the Rapper just did, um, again, another one of the loves of my life, Chance the Rapper. Um, All day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, his last album, the one that like nobody liked, but I love that one. The one about getting married. I was like, Do you remember how? I love that album. The whole thing. People gotta I mean, let let artists live and breathe, let man. Live. Like seriously, let them let them live and, and spread their wings. Yeah, but you know, he did like his whole album and just like you know took conventional thought of before this. Like an artist would never do that, but you're seeing humility. And I think that the people that are constantly are putting their pride aside and kind of just innovating in that at-home space. Those are the artists I think that are, that are going to do incredibly well. John Mayer is another one that comes to mind. That's on Instagram, but it's like, there's still a point remains. It's like 
current mood is like huge. I mean, that got me through some of the hardest weeks of my life. And, and um, I just recently have been going to some meetings and doing like a 12 step program kind of thing and working on myself, getting it together. But it was music and it was artists and stuff like that, that really got me going in the right direction. And now I'm kind of like working on my life and, and who's, yeah. Who's on your list of people that have gotten you through like this whole, this last like this month and a half to two I months. Who's on my list of, of like, uh, like musicians and stuff or like, yeah, just, just artists in general that have gotten you through the last two months. Oh my God. It's been a rough few months too. Like I feel, yeah. I feel so good right now. And for anyone that's going through depression, I totally get it. And for me, it was like, I was like drinking and stuff like that and just getting like a really bad, like headspace kind of thing. I want to talk about this because I know a lot of people yeah. don't want to do it. My wife, yeah. my wife is probably in the other room having a heart attack. I'm talking about this, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um, John Mayer for me has always been huge. His album, Born and Raised, I feel like that was like written about my life. And um, it's funny how, how when you hear music when times are good, you hear the music. And when you hear music when times are bad, you hear the the poetry of it, the mm -hmm. lyrics of it. You know what I mean? It's like, there are so many songs that I never really understood. And then because of this situation we're in, I now look at them um, in a completely different light. And the lyrics have so much more meaning. So uh, John Mayer, um, Chance the Rapper, when I lost my brother-in-law, uh, that's a uh, coloring book, got me through so much. And oh, then, good album. I'm, I was I'm, like going to church. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, my dad's, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, my, my dad's a pastor. So I have kind of a, a tie in with the church and stuff. So, um, yeah, like I remember when, um, I remember when my brother-in-law, the first time he, he's since passed, but I remember that, um, on the day that I found out that he was in remission the first time, I remember that song's like, how great is our God? Sing with me how great. And I wept. I remember I was coming right there me. with you. Yes. Yes. And and, yes. That and it came on right at the time. And I'm not even like particularly like like that that religious, but in that moment I was like, yes, what? I love that. Um, I'm trying to think what else for other artists. So like coloring book, and then um, you know, like as I started thinking about like my marriage and stuff like that, and my amazing wife Sammy, who you guys would be best friends. Um, oh, we already are best friends. We talk behind your back. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Um, then the, <laughs> the Big Day came out. I love that song. Um, I'll get off Chance Rapper in a second. But by the way, we can just shout out about music. I don't even care. The, you guys are just like, sitting in on this conversation. Um, uh, the Big Day. That song with uh, with Randy Newman, from to the guy from Toy Story. I love that shit. That was so, so good. good. I'm trying to think. John Mayer, Chance the Rapper. Who else? I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull up YouTube music right now. Go ahead. See who's on here. Here we go. Um, Diddy has always been like my spirit animal. That's like my, that's my guy when it comes to like working out and stuff like that. I always, um, hold on. Oh, and since we last talked, I made some playlists. I, I have like put, been curating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really have a lot to show. Like if you look at my website right now, it's looking real like low key bummy. But if you go like when I, when I like, you know, finally uproot myself, it's going to be yeah. amazing. Um, who have you been listening to while I'm pulling it up? I'm going to find some artists, but who's been getting um, You know who's actually been entertaining me even outside of his music was uh, Anderson Pack. Like, he has so beautifully allowed, like, the, the cameras into his home with his family, like, he and his son. And it is the most entertaining shit I have seen. It, that It just is so light and awesome and sweet. Yeah. But, um, man, it's kind of broad. Like, Billie Eilish... 
I'm, I'm into like weird sort of crazy sort of sad music but not sad like she's amazing to me um that's my wife's favorite all the time i i come home i can hear it like when i come home like i go on like hikes all the time that's my new thing hiking has saved my life by the way you you nothing will make your day better than going up to the top of the mountain and getting that view but i'll yeah. come back from a hike and i'll hear a bump right sure i love for it. me Billie, it's like everything i wanted like yeah, it was that that her tra that the track she released this year, everything I wanted, and it's it's not a happy song, mm -hmm. it's a really real song. But man, the first time I heard it, I was in my car, and I had to pull off on the side of the road, and I just sobbed, like snot bubble, <laughs> sobbed. It was it was real. Um, oh. I've gone back to some older stuff though. Like I went back to dude, Kanye man, Jesus walks, and like that. <laughs> It, right. it used to be one of my your angry stop being angry songs but now it's become like church and yeah. then there's um oh my god there's so much like i've gone back to tribe stuff all the stuff that that makes me feel good you know um yeah. john one of john mayer's first albums and then hometown heroes like harry connick jr's always done it for me when i want to yeah. feel like just sweet and, and get a bit of home. Yeah. I'm a um, DJ. I love that stuff. I like, like Michael Bublé. Beautiful day in the Right. Right. Um, um, Slum Village. Wait, what was the John Mayer album you were talking about? It was the first one that had, the first big one that had, what was it? St. Patrick's Day is like one of my favorite songs ever in the yeah, world on it. On the phone. <sighs> Tell me the names of your brothers. Your yes. favorite colors. It's so sweet. It's like, Damn, where are the dudes to write me a song like that? You know, I can't say that. I can't say that. I've had, yeah, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, I, I love old John Mayer too. I like the new stuff. Like, I'm my favorite album he ever made was Born and Raised. But I love, um, yeah, Room for Squares and all that. I was listening yeah. the other day to uh, My Stupid Mouth. That song is like written about people like me, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's good. All right. Um, so yeah. So while we're here, let's just do a little bit of stuff on YouTube. Then we get right back to music. Of just, course. Yeah, sorry, you're here. This is really fun, though. I love it. We need to. You know what? Like, we need to be like Zoom buddies for now. You know what I'm saying? We gotta chop it up. Anytime. You got my number, though. You could just FaceTime me. Like, what are you talking about? I know. I know Zoom, right? So like, that's. It's, isn't it funny how like different platforms have like different levels of not like intimacy, but there's like a. Yeah. I still I still have trouble with Zoom. I kind of want to be like, yo, y'all, can I consult with you for a little bit just to help you fix some of those interface issues? Yeah. Well, I saw, but I saw they're Facebook killing today it. Added a new one. Facebook has uh, rooms, it's called. I haven't yeah. tried it out, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we're not going to use what, what works today. for you. We're going to talk about Google today. We're going to talk What's about up? Google Hangouts. Okay. Right. I'm trying to be on brand for you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, you don't have to be. <laughs> I know. What's weird is earlier today, I was talking with uh, somebody, my friend, actually, my new friend, Hannah, uh, from Instagram. She's really cool. So I'm kind of doing the full spectrum from, from Facebook to Google and doing everybody. But yeah, um, I actually have a personal question for you. Yeah, what's not, per not personal, but personal to my own journey. So um, as you know, I was getting, before all COVID-19, getting my act together, curating my playlist, making my stuff, talking to Dion. Uh, Dion's been... Uh, I was going to say influential, instrumental in, in my growth, um, you know, trying to help me with stuff and making things like situation action result. But yeah. now me and, and everybody else and their mother is now going out into this field and applying for jobs that 
you know, like the level of competition, I feel like just increased tenfold. And while I feel like I have some value, I definitely am a little bit apprehensive about getting out there. What does the new workforce look like? You know, now that things are remote, does that open more opportunity? Or like, does that open like more opportunities? Or does that mean that there's more competition? I don't know. If you have any it's advice a, it's for a bit of both. Your job, what's Yeah, it's, it's a bit of both. Um, one thing I'm really happy to see, and it's something I've been kind of fighting for on the inside, at YouTube and pretty much any other company I worked at was diversity. Like I need to see more brown people. <laughs> I need to see more, more, you know, more women. I need to see more whoever. It's just not sort of what you you think of when you visualize Silicon Valley tech right now. A lot because of guys the, that look like me. Sadly, babe, yes. <laughs> we could still stand to have a couple looking, more. Still, yeah. We could still well, stand to have a couple more. But the good thing about yeah. right now what's happening is companies are considering. Well, if we're already distributed anyway, right? We've got distributed workforces. It's not that far a leap to say, you know what? There's talent we were missing out on because we weren't based in places like Atlanta or um, necessarily deep in Chicago or even places like New Orleans. We can hire those folks right now. So for the companies, there's a benefit. Now for the people, I don't think the competition's any less stiff or, or, or it's a numbers game. It's not that. The thing that's going to be interesting is people that can self-manage and still be really productive in this environment. If you're the type of person that needs a lot of face time, and I don't mean, you know, Apple's face time. Right. I mean, yeah, you yeah. need a lot of face time, like, with right. people. It's to, for you to be productive, you got to start changing the way you work, and you've got to be able to be an independent person. And it's everything from reaching out to contact people um, just to start conversations, but it's to, to keep doing that, to keep the conversations going. Like the biggest thing I've had um, to tell my teams recently is that like, you guys really got to work now on extended communication. You have to be very mindful of like when you choose to communicate with someone, how you're choosing to do it, over what medium, how you follow up, because right. things can easily get lost in the ether I'll these days. Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. if you're one of those types of people, though, who's like crazy productive and it, the environment doesn't matter, you know, you can still bang out good work and you can chase your work. Like you're hungry for it. You'll do totally fine. Yeah. You'll do fine. That's good. Because I feel like my um, it was, you know, like, Hi, Rocky. What, what's up, Rocky? Uh, what really freaked me out a little bit was. And I think this is kind of what initially sent me spiraling into depression and it's got me like drinking and just like getting crazy. And, not, and and when I say drinking, I wasn't having like, you know, like a, like a handle. I was drinking like, you know, like I feel like most people do like, you know, like just kind of freaking out about COVID-19 and not wanting to deal with the feelings and stuff. Right. But I remember thinking to myself, like, I remember just feeling like I was alone at home. And, and I had developed this lifestyle where I was exactly what you're talking about. I was learning to work on my own terms, learning to work on my own speed. And, and, and I didn't have that sense of like community and like 15,000, you know, like when I went to places like Facebook and Google, it was cool, but it almost seemed like foreign to me. It seemed, it seemed like it was something that like, man, like this is a lot of politics to navigate i feel like my skill set would allow me to do well here but i don't know how well i'd be able to do in that corporate environment and then all of a sudden it was like the entire world started operating on a frequency like i had been which was over the internet on zoom on skype on facetime on google hangouts and and it felt like native to me and it felt like i was like at an advantage 
And now I go on LinkedIn and I see companies, you know, like you got Twitter saying that, you know, if you want to work at home and, and do that stuff. And I think it's great because I don't want to go to Brooklyn. I live in the suburbs of New Jersey. Right, right. I don't want to be on a train. I love my life. I'm not trying to be on a train for an hour and a half. I, I love Dumbo and I love all my friends in Brooklyn and Greenpoint and stuff like that. But like you said, like there's no... It's all kind of like a carbon copy of like the same thing. Sorry, my friends. But think, no, think about that on the on the bigger scale, though. You've got people who come from or live in area cultural areas, right, that allow them to thrive. It is still sorry about that. No, it's cool. Um, but you know what I mean. It like allows you to thrive. It allows you to to be around your people, your family, your friends, the culture that you're comfortable in, right. where you can likely do your best work. To uproot people from that and say you can only be in a specific location or a right. specific office. It's yeah. hard. You don't get people at their best. I would rather hire designers that live in other places where I get unique perspectives mm -hmm. than say everybody's got to be here in the Bay. That's yeah. why my team is so spread out. Like, and I, I'm hoping, you know, when all this is over or even now to continue to grow a team that's like way spread out. I, we need yeah. that. I mean, music I would, and I stuff like that's that. universal. I would, get job offers. I, I would get off. I would get off the phone people or get off interviewing people and maybe like, Unless you're going to move to the Bay Area, and you're going to move yep. out to San Menlo or L.A. Mm -hmm. or, or Dumbo in Brooklyn or go to Manhattan every day, like, or you're going to freelance. And then, and, then when, and then freelance for me was like not a really good experience because yeah. I, would go, I would go to work at places where 2,000 people work. I'd be fired at lunchtime after two weeks because the CF of a, like, CFO led decision. It's like, why yeah. can't I just like be at home? Like I would, I would like take my laptop, get on a train, go in like, you know, all these different, and, and it's so funny. It's like in New York city, it's especially like with COVID, it's like, there's so many subways or so many different things. And I would take out the exact same computer that I had at home and then go work there. And then it was like this weird kind of like, I was like, I was, I was like, why the fuck am I, I have to come here every day. So I think that it's, it's, it's good. There are a lot of people that done. share that sentiment with you and they've had to make very hard decisions to be um, immersed in the corporate. One of my best friends um, that I've had the pleasure. I tried to convince Sammy. I was like, yo, like, would you consider Seriously. it? And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, people have made hard decisions. Right. They've made very hard decisions to have to say, all right, I really want this job. I really want to do this work. And then they have to give up another part of themselves to do it. And that's been really unfair. Right. Yeah. Or had to conform, right? Like for yeah. me, like, I feel like what makes me unique and what makes me interesting on this podcast, I hope, you know, whatever, <laughs> but like, um, and people be like, oh, like, like, you're funny, like, you're like, you're crazy, you're all over the place. It's like, yeah, but like, if you were to meet my friends where I live, they're all like that. Like, if you were to go to Louisiana and meet all your friends, they wouldn't be all, all that different than you. And it's like, I would have to go to Brooklyn and have to go be like, super liberal guy who is like like the one who speaks when spoken to it's like i'm not that guy but my output can be great yeah. but i would always have to conform and yeah. if i didn't meet that and it's so funny we talked about this before all that mm -hmm. and now people are like this is a groundbreaking innovative idea in my mind it's a discussion that should have been happening for a long time but because of complacency people have been wanting to have it and it's like right. I mean, everything is hindered by it, right? Like people are afraid if I live and I am not at the mothership, if I live in another city or another state, does that harm my career progression is out of sight, out of mind right now? I mean, it's sadly, it's one of the benefits of the situation. 
companies are having to learn how to operate differently. Their hand has finally been forced, right? right. It's not just a, an exercise of a few key people speaking about it in the room. There's a lot more voices in those conversations. So I'm yeah. glad. And I think that people are looking at their relationships that they're in, like um, right outside of where I live. And if you've been watching them on my Instagram, I go there like every day. I go to Bear Mountain. Yeah. And I think, I forgot what president it was, but like maybe like FDR or somebody, but they, they had, all, they made all this like infrastructure, all these like man-made lakes and all like this, these parks and all these places where like back in the day, people could go with their families. And when they were gonna, out of work at five o'clock, they would go and have a picnic and stuff. And then it just beca became this thing where it's like this crazy, like 70 hour work week and no one ever did it. And I, I don't think that you're gonna be able to convince people that have now spent 11, 12, however many weeks it's been spending time with their children, spending time with their family, playing out in the yard. I don't think that those same people are going to get up at 7 a.m. and go wait in Hoboken and get on the train when they realize what a beautiful life they can have at home. Like, I think you, they've I, known it, though. Can, but, yeah. Know, Dude, I get an extra two hours of sleep a day. Yeah. That's like two hours because I'm not up at 530 and, you know, acting all crazy, trying to get into the office to you know, to do these things or handle stuff in New York. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. And like me and my friend Dustin yesterday, who I hadn't seen in a while, and we went on a hike. We were up on the top of this mountain and, we, and I said to him, I was like, you know what? Like, I think that the world's gonna change a lot after this. And he's like, what do you mean? And, and I said, I used to come up here and I used to feel guilty. It used to feel like I was loitering. Like, yeah. what I, like what I was doing was was selfish. Like it was selfish. I should be at work. I should be in the city. I should be like hustling and stuff like that. But yeah. I did the same amount of work. And I don't know. I, I think you should have the option. If you want to go in and you want to collaborate, I think there's going to be a place for that. But um, I just, I hope that it gets more fluid after this. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I hope so too. I hope we, I hope also that our careers are both not over after this conversation and people will be like, <laughs> no, they, they won't be over They're No, because people being... like are talking about this. You know, I think that a lot of people are looking at auditing their life and thinking like, why, like, why do I do that? Why do I, I think live the way we work is going to be different? We'll still work. Yeah. Stuff still needs to be done. But I think the way we work is going to be very different. Like I took for granted the last couple of years, um, a lot of the design tools that people had been coming up with, right? Like there was, we so were I'm talking about dirty. things like Figma. No, it's all good. Please stay <laughs> hydrated because yeah. it helps the skin. I'm out in the sun. That's why I know. <laughs> For real, look at this glow, though. Just, just, just look, there is no excuse right now 10 on days. behalf of anybody to not be hydrated, yeah. moisturized, shea buttered, what the fuck ever. Yeah. Um, right I now. Because you have, stuff on right now. Yes. Scrub, exfoliate, yes. all that. Let's glow. Self we have love. nothing else better to do. Right. It's true. What do you think it's going to look like, though? I mean, I, I know that some people have talked about, um, I thought it was really cool that, like, Mark Zuckerberg did that um, did that town hall talking about, like, what, what things would look like. I thought that was a really great, um, courageous thing to do. It's not it's kind of a weird thing to let everybody into the inside of your company and what your plans are. But I've heard some people talk about, like, um, the use of, like, VR, the use of, you know, like, uh, Zoom and, 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 making platforms that are a little bit more intuitive with a better connection. What do you think it's going to look like if you are, if, if the world does go to a place where it's remote and in person, but like what is that? Remote I think, I think like? we'll still have, we right now 
you know, there's been revenue lost. So we've had to lose, and I don't mean we as in like my company, but a lot of companies have had to lose people. Mm-hmm. They will gain them back, but you have to start figuring out for roles that require collaboration. It just means the tools have to change. Like one of the most amazing things I think that our, uh, our VP of design did at YouTube with respect to UX was saying, you know, we're going to all um, use Figma. That's going to be our basis for collaboration because at YouTube, we have to collaborate so highly. Like every one of our services is so integrated, right? Right. So as There's a team, so many people. yeah, as a team, we've been using it for quite a while. We've even worked with the team, you know, the software team that developed it to help um, request features that are going to be necessary for large organizations. So the tools are going to change where there'll be more real-time collaboration. I mean, if anybody's been using any of the Google products like Docs and Sheets and stuff, you've already been doing it. It's just going to be more of that. Yeah. You're still going to need a workforce. You're still going to need to be able to do it. It's just, yeah, you have to deal with remote. The thing I'm worried about, though, is um, there's there's two things. One is just like work is now in your home, um, which, and for me, I, I mean, yeah, you've, you've heard me say many times, like my, my home is where I it's private. I don't let work into my home when I'm done with work. I make right. a very clear decision to cut it off. It's too easy to bleed into other things here. Um, you know, I don't even allow you get like, mad this. You the same meetings. Like, I know, I know that about you. You, you, you get, yeah. that's the one thing that burns you up is like, and I, I know Chris kind of has that same perspective. It's like, yo, like, this is my time. This is my yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I love that about you. Like, I don't even allow, like, I've allowed my, my, my New Orleans home to be photographed ad nauseum for magazines or whatever. And I think actually the guy that did it, I saw him pop in a little while ago. Um, but my home here in California, where I'm, I am probably more often than not, sadly, I would never allow this place to be photographed. So it's been really, really weird for me the last couple months that people are, feel like they're in my home and otherwise it's a very private place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's going to happen is I think, we still have to figure out how to give people social connection, mm-hmm. which they were getting with their jobs. Like many people, you know, they come into these tech careers and because of the, of the need to move to a specific location, you're generally isolated. And so now it's a matter of be isolated, but also do this very difficult job without your peers to sort of be there and to sort of take some of the, um, the, the or they, they help buffer the aloneness and the isolation. And we've got to fix that for people. We've just got to make give people space to actually work at home because right now the problem is everybody's doing it in parallel right people with kids are trying to juggle kids at the same time as as do their job there's no space there's no division anymore and yeah. if we don't fix that it's not going to work it's so funny because people people want to have it where like you know just open the country and be fine i think it'll be much longer than that if we're being real, realistic about it so um you know i think that in time hopefully we'll find like a vaccine or whatever or, and, and stuff like that i mean that's, that's a huge like can of worms right but we're in the situation we need to get through it we need to make the utility that allows us to do that but also i think like to make new social um not social norms but like rules and i think that i've seen it like with uh, my wife sammy with with her with her colleagues and stuff you know where is where is the line it's like and then some people are, are codependent and it's like, then you get phone calls all the time. And it's like, I can't tell my coworker to like, give me some fucking space. But like, I'm like, this is getting rid- like, you know, where is that line? Like, cause you used to have like a desk. There were sort of like these like physical cues. I'm like, yo, like when I, I used to have a boss. If my I, headphones are on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Now my headphones are on 24 seven. I've had to buy 
blue light glasses because it's it's screens yo and all that shit for the parents out there that, that had to go out the window of screen time yeah. man they just we just reversed that on these poor kids <laughs> for i don't know how you know in the last couple months it's been it's been bad yeah. but i think people smart people and it'll be people like you know that you hang out with even people like you and me that'll figure it out we have to we're the ones that design all these experiences for folks yeah and so like i'm, I'm proud of the stuff that that youtube's done recently because we keep people connected we give them the education we give them the entertainment and the ability to escape the escapism that they need but um it's going to be people that love focusing on user experiences and people experiences that mm -hmm. are going to figure out how to make this work longer term we just got to get over this initial hump like the shock of it all right because no one saw this coming right right yeah you're you're forced into it i'm inspired to see not even just for Americans, but for humans in general, the, uh, the ability for people to adapt to change, for human beings to adapt to change is absolutely remarkable. And I think that people look at the headlines and look at the news and look at Twitter and stuff like that. I mean, if you can go back in a time machine 12, 12 weeks ago and say, hey, they're going to shut down everything. They're going to cancel the NBA, all your sports, all the concerts, all the stuff. That person would say, no way. And if they do that, the whole fucking world's going to fall apart. And it will just melt off the face of the earth. It will be the end. Life goes on. Life goes, life goes on. on. That's, you know, that, is, that is beautiful. I think that's Yeah, beautiful. that's what I'm saying. We find a way no matter what. I don't We're care who you're talking about. Like, for just We're a second, breathe. <laughs> yeah, breathe and, and realize, like, these hard moments and all this ridiculous struggle and this bullshit that's the stuff that breeds innovation. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, it's sad, but I'm, it's, I'm kind of interested to see what the hell comes up out of this whole like ball of fuckery we've been in. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Even something as dumb as like a baseball game. Can you imagine how fucking amazing it's gonna be when they finally get to a place where they throw it out and you just hear the roar of the crowd? Dude, man, everyone's I, gonna cry. There's a couple things I'm looking forward to if we want to jump there. Like. Yeah, yeah. The first time someone asks me, and I, I can't wait to go home for this, because right. it's probably going to obviously be a restaurant someplace in New Orleans. Can I get you started with a cocktail or yeah. an appetizer? Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I am going to lose my shit and probably jump up and be like, I want all the things. Yeah. Please. I, and part of me wants to do some baller or shit, like just buy out some kind of restaurant and just be like, I just want to sit here. And right. just get served because <laughs> it's been too long. I and I feel for those people, right? That 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 work there, that have been put out of work, that it's been a struggle. I want that. I want. Yes, let's talk and about. Dave this. Grohl wrote about this. I I'm, want. I'm it's, you're good. I want that moment when the lights go down and you know the band's coming out. Oh. Oh shit. Right, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know it's gonna be good, and your heart's racing, and then you sing every word, and you know you break your neck, you throw your back out, your feet are swole, you take them goddamn cool ass heels you thought it was gonna be cute to go to the show, and and you're limping out by the end of the night, but it doesn't matter. I miss that. That's gonna be life. That's gonna be one of those things. Yeah. And then the other one, honestly, is just I need to be on a beach. Yeah, I miss. As close as I am here to the ocean, it's so blocked from us just as a normal thing. Right. I, I, I never took it for granted, don't get me wrong, but I miss just the intimacy of the water. 
like yeah. being by the water. Well, that seems like it's getting there. I think I think that um, I know I know that you're well. You're un unfortunately L.A. right now is it seems like the tight like. I thought New York was going to be like the last open, but I feel like LA is probably going to be the the, um, the last open. But it seems like we're, we're getting there a little bit. It's still going to be weird for a while. I'll tell you what, though. I um, and again, super random. It's like a thing I grew up in. I was a child, but like I love NASCAR. NASCAR is my jam. It's amazing. Dude, the, the roar, sight, the, the roar of those engines and that smell that comes off the track. Well, they came <sighs> back. Have you been? I've, oh my god, many. I'm a Southern girl. Come on, I've gone to NASCAR. Oh, who's your NASCAR driver? Do you have a do you have a, a particular person? I I'm I'm old school. Yeah, yeah, I'm old school. Like Jeff Gordon's hot, and then of course you know Dale Earnhardt Senior. Yeah. Like it was come on, you had to. He was yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. man. He like wrecked everybody. Yeah, you can't be from the south and like Jeff in like from the south south and then like yeah. like Jeff Gordon. That's not good. Yeah, but see, I was like the like the Jeff Gordon Saturday Night Live type generation, or whatever. But, mm -hmm. like, yeah, um, but they. I'll tell you what though, they came back, so they're they're back now with no fans. Which is which is kind of cool. I'll send you all links for everything. But um, I watch it on YouTube. I watch it on YouTube TV. Hey, it DVRs every episode automatically. By the way, still pissed. YouTube, what the fuck, man? Send me my free YouTube premium. I'm getting fifty bucks a month here. I think at this point, I don't know. Sorry, but um, I when they they were like, gentlemen, start your engines, and they put them on. So NASCAR is the first one that came back. And I got, yo, I bought a projector downstairs, by the way, $100 on Amazon. I bought, my wife actually for my birthday, got me a projector and I put it down in my little man cave and I had a little surround sound and it was so crazy. I like put the volume all the way up. In the beginning of COVID-19, I was all timid about it, but like now I'm yeah. like just blasting it downstairs. Yo, when they went green, I let, I let out this yell that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> it was like, it, people just jumped in now would be so confused but i was literally <laughs> on the top of my lungs like ah! <laughs> it could not have been any higher and it, and it was like elation yeah. it was amazing and i watched every boring fucking lap i watched every stupid monotonous lap and it was fantastic and i'm telling you if baseball or concerts like like let if i go there i'm gonna be climbing over the fence gonna be amazing so i think that i wonder um, i wonder what a, an athlete's reaction to that's gonna be right like I, i've seen it i've seen performances on the music side right. when you don't get the the visceral feedback and that's that's key to a lot of people yeah um how we can give that back to them right yeah. so for all the people that are out there trying to figure this stuff out like how do we give artists back that visceral reaction that they need that energy they yeah. need from the crowd they, we like got to give it back to them you can't you can't even do stand -up. like music you could at least do like stand up you like, can't even really do that that would just be like weird you know right, right. if you don't believe me just watch Stephen colbert because that show has that show that show has just fallen from the and i wonder how much of it will how much of it will come back to the way that it like you know what i'm saying like there was, I feel like there was a lot of stuff that was like, um, kind of just like, dun, 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 like just kind of like, you know, like showy, kind of like, you know, like like late night talk shows and stuff like that. I feel like people are kind of into things that are like more like authentic now. Like what will change? Like, will people cook more now? But something tells yeah. you know, like when shit opens up, like everyone's gonna, like cooking, people cook now because they have to. I think when they can go out, it's gonna be interesting to see. But I think they're getting, they're having a new appreciation for things though, right? They're learning yeah. to cook. They're learning what goes into their food. 
they're, they're learning like yeah <laughs> they're learning everything about like the time that it takes like think about how often we take it for granted you get this amazing dish just set in front of you at a restaurant in record time you yeah. try to make that same shit at home you're like three hours and like damn you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> mad love and respect to the people we're trying to get a lot of year and it was a shit show it was okay but it was like not even remotely close but yeah yeah, yeah. i think we're learning a lot of, of respect for it. like i've been my garden used to just be you know like plants and cactuses and easy shit and then i've been growing a lot of food for the past like year actually and it's oh. it's a waiting game it's patient but that moment when you can like pull something out of your garden and eat that shit yourself you're like Yo. oh my god man i just made <laughs> oh. i just made like mashed potatoes but come on i came out the garden i just made like braised carrots it came out the garden I said, your, food is, your food looks so good what so can, let's talk about and by the way if yeah. you don't start a cooking show i'm gonna be pissed you work you just gotta come and eat i just need people to come and eat with me let's break bread just or set, break beignets just set up a tripod i want to see how to make this <laughs> stuff you got it man you got a great person you have a great personality you the food that you make looks amazing i'm gonna talk shit the, the whole time i'm cooking though i'm just gonna talk mad shit like but that's it that could be it though yeah, there's stuff you measure, there's stuff you don't. Dude, let's right. eat. I'm trying to be greasy at the end of like a fried chicken meal. Let's not play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, this has been such a fun uh, chill, chill hang session. This has been, you know, I've done Did so many answer podcasts. people's questions? I feel bad. Like, I know there was one that somebody, there was oh, one that got asked. Um, let's see here. Stand by. Oh, Sammy said that she's proud of me for not drinking. Um, Real talk, people, seriously, like, if you're, like, really angry and, like, you're really sad, like, I'm not trying to be, like, an evangelist about this, but, like, AA has fundamentally changed my life, and I met so many great, positive, uplifting people. I feel like a million dollars, and I feel like this weight has been lifted, and um, I keep crying, but I keep, like, feeling, and I couldn't really, like, feel before, and I talked about, yo, deep, real talk, I had, like, the worst depression, and then the depression turned to anger. And then it was like, it was, yo, it was crazy, bro. I'm telling you. But like, people, I, people should never, yeah, ever be ashamed to get help because that right there, that's hero level shit. That's saying, okay, I recognize I need help. Right. There's nothing fucking wrong with that. Yeah. Right. And for anyone that's trying to stigmatize somebody because they have problems or issues, like, you know what? kick rocks and peace out because you're no help to anybody. There is yeah. no fucking shame in asking yeah. for help. And actually those are the people I have far more respect for because it takes a lot to, to do it and to ask, right? Yeah. It takes a lot to try to self-improve. So baby, good job. Like yeah. for real. Yeah. Well, so I'm giving easy. this to you, homie. There we go. Boom. Bam, bam. <laughs> me and my boy Dustin, now that he's still in here, we've been doing the foot, we did the foot tap, which is really kind of fun. Well, yeah, because I mean, this is the only way we can do that shit these yeah, days without exactly. killing each yeah, other. Not, it's, <laughs> it's like Theo uh, like Von says, keep, keep touching me, but don't touch me, bro. Right. Um, yeah, no, totally. And it's, uh, I remember, on, it's so funny, like, I think it was like a month, uh, a month or two ago now, where, like, my grandpa got sick. He's doing much better, by the way, for people that yeah. are listening. I never really like, know, like, how intently people are listening to his stuff, but then... And then all of a sudden, somebody will like tweet about it. So it's yeah. kind of hard to gauge. But my grandpa's doing much better, thank God, because I, I can't take any more stress in my life. But, you know, I'm taking it one day at a time. Talking about, speaking of AA, one day at a time. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just so easy to tell people, hey, I'm doing fine. Like, it's all good. And, and then just come home and, like, take your day out kind of thing. And, like, 
I just, I just feel so like relieved now. There's such a, like I, I'm, I feel like sad at times, but I feel like genuine. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's, you know, talk about like stigmas and talk about like social like pressure. There's such a, a narrative out there. And I was one that was saying this exact same thing. It's like, well, like the whole country's drinking and you know, this is our great depression. This is our, you know, whatever. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And, and people are having like, you know, even if it's like two glasses of wine, two glasses of wine, join this, that, like, listen, if you're sad and you got stuff, you got laid off and, and you're putting that away, it will manifest itself in your life in ways that you don't see. It will wear on your relationships. It will wear on your health. And man, it's been so good. It's been like nine days. And I know it sounds pathetic, but like. No, that's a beautiful nine days. It's so good. And it's it's okay it's okay for people to I'm say to I'm to not okay. Days, so I'm trying to get to ninety. Oh years. shit! You go get to ninety days, and then I'm gonna be like, "What? I, I'm, well, I'm sending you gifts." I could do it, and and because she knows me, she knows I'm a little bit competitive, and she's like, "Yeah, mm, we'll see about that." And I was like, "Okay, all right." I came back. I was like, "Yo, I've been going to three meetings a day. I'm on New York Intergroup. I've been doing the meetings. I've been doing the book. And yo, it's been amazing. I'm I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Oh my god, that's thank so you. dope, dude. Yeah. Thank I you know. for being fearless. Like one of the few fearless people that did exist still in the world. I know. It's like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I got to do. Well, I was scared. I was going to wreck my whole life, honestly, because like, and it's so funny. It's like, it could, that's what I'm trying to say. It could be trivial. You could just smoke weed all day, every day. And like, whatever the demons that you're pushing back or that you're numbing with that, like, there's no, like, um, there's no like free pass. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, it will come back to get you. You you can lose your job and be really angry about it and have three glasses of Pinot Grigio every night. Eventually, like, it will catch up to you. And when, when I just, like, sat with it, and those first, man, those first, like, three days were some of the hardest days of my life. I damn near destroyed my house. I, like, threw, like, a box. Like, I was going fucking, I was bugging out. But I when I made it through to the other side, it was the best feeling in the entire world. My, like... Oh, so good and i feel so, it's like, so oh, awesome listening to you say that yeah like for but anybody that like, should have been here nine days ago you no like, but oh, seriously even even at nine days i would have told you look you know what one more day yeah. one more day i'm gonna check on you again and then the day after that the next day yeah and the day after that the next day you got it though well it's my grandpa's a recovering alcoholic and um i'm definitely on like on the lower end of the spectrum but like i said still nonetheless like still like always self-medicating, always trying not to think about it kind of thing. And it was, I was so funny because I would always try and be like, no, like, I'm not really like that. But even right now, I'm kind of doing it. But I definitely, you know, like when things started getting really bad in my life and I, I didn't want to go to therapy, I didn't want to talk to somebody and I'm talking to somebody now going through it and I just want to put that out there. You know, if I'm going to put out there like chase your dreams, I'm also putting out there like, Take, like, as it says, like in the book, like take a fearless moral inventory of yourself. It's and know that shit's gonna get hard. Don't don't pretend like there are not gonna be hard days. Yeah, yeah. But can I we also can we also them. just for a minute though? Yeah. Shout out your missus because, yo, she's had your back this Thanks whole for not me, Sammy. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Time, like mad props, mama. I I I see you. I see yeah. you. And I'm just so grateful too. It puts it in, and, and then it's funny because it's like you think, like they said that, um, and it, it cuts us off in like five minutes here. But they, I, one of my first meetings I ever went to, they said that um, sobriety is a privilege, not a punishment. And I just love that line because I, I remember thinking to myself, like, man, like, 
how am I going to have fun? How am I going to like, that's her right there. How am I going to have fun? How am I going to let loose? And and like, how am I going to go to Lake George with the boys in the firehouse and like, and like have fun? And it's so funny because it's like, I feel better than I've ever felt before. And I used to say that, like, I remember people would be like, and I would say things like, oh, like every day above, every day above ground's a good day. Like, oh, like hanging in there. Oh, things are good. And I'd be, I'd be flexing on Facebook, like putting stuff out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like best day ever, feeling grateful. There's this, actually, you're talking about songs. There's a song called, um, by John Mayer called, uh, and I, again, I used to not really know what this meant, but it was love ain't a thing, love is a verb. And I think that that's kind of like what it is. It's like, people talk about being grateful. People talk about being happy, but it's like, but are you though? Or is that just like your, your third beer talking, but really deep down, like you're sad. Uh, I've started posting that shit. Like I know for a long time, people had been, oh shit, she's at this show or oh, she's hanging with like this artist or whatever, or like she's in the range. But then I wanted to show people too, like, yo, in the mornings, man, I'm grad grateful. And, and there's just gratitude just to feel the sun. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. Like, and then when, when things have got me upset, like I ugly cry and I've posted pictures of me, maybe not in the ugly cry with the snot, but I've yeah. even posted that showing like life is real. And it, I remember it's that, yeah. Yeah. And people, I got more people saying like, Oh my God, like, really? That's what happened. And it was like, it wasn't anything. It was just a moment. It was a moment, but I wanted people to know, like, yes, <laughs> I cry too. Yeah. More often than not mm -hmm. for any variety of things. So it's yeah. all good. Yeah. And I think I remember like that first 48 hours, it was like, like my wife, like my therapist told me, she was like, she was like, yo, like, you've been drinking and smoking since you were 16 years old. Like, this is going to be fucking hard. This is not going to yeah. be easy. Like, you need to get yourself to like two or three meetings a day. And when I went and I was like, yo, this girl is out of her mind. I got to get a therapist. This is not working out. Like, I don't need this shit. Because she wasn't this. telling you what you wanted to hear. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, my therapist is like, it says two minutes here. Uh, my therapist is not my friend. And I, I love it. She's a tough cookie on me. And she was right. And it wasn't hard. But man, like, and I, and I ugly cried after after almost destroying my entire house, I ugly cried and it felt good. I feel like, <sighs> I feel like, yeah. I wish I did it sooner, but you have to come to things in your own time. And I just, for anyone that's out there that's like thinking about doing it, hit me up. It's actually uh, nyintergroup.org is the name of the website. It's changed my life, so. They're and you're gonna, they help your, a lot of people. Your boy's gonna fly. Your boy's gonna be out here. I'm gonna be chief creative officer, head of design at Google, Rob Johnson. Let me come work for you, shit. I got my, t and you know what it is? I know, it's one minute and 16 seconds. I got, uh, I got my time back. You know what I mean? I got yeah. my, my soul back. And that, fe and that feels so good in a way that's like authentic and real and not just like a statement. You know what I'm saying? Yes. What's good, yeah, everybody. All right, so we got 59 seconds. Where can people find you online? What's your Instagram handles? They better get quick because I honestly was thinking about killing all social. I'm only on Instagram, sadly, yes. unless you're doing the professional thing and looking yeah. for me on LinkedIn. But just search my name, like Google my name, G Speed. You'll find an archive of just stuff in me. It's it's my, you know, I work for a very public company. Folks know where yes. I am. I do try to hide, but that's where you can find me. Just find me on Instagram. That's Say nice. hi. And we got 30 seconds up. We're dipping out of here. This has been this has been the most meta episode ever, and I would expect nothing less. 20 we seconds. always get personal. I know. Yeah, I love you. You're the best. You're the best.
you're, you're my best friend. I love you too, and I'm so Peace proud of you. So We're gonna proud do this of you. anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do it again soon, okay? Anytime. All right, I'm out. Bye, babe. Talk to do so. Peace.